You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. This is the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, and and, and I, I want to give a shout out to our amazing team at IlliniGuys.com. Great work all year on bringing you the very latest insider info, great feature articles, and more. And that really continued this week with Wednesday's National Signing Day. 22 signees by Brett Bielema and his staff. And certainly go to IlliniGuys.com and you can read all about. Uh, we've got bio breakdowns of every player, uh, some great individual pieces uh, from our guys. Uh, definitely check that out. But uh, let's begin right here. IlliniGuys.com Director of Recruiting, Kedrick Prince. Guys football writer and analyst, Matt Stevens, is joining the fellas now. Brad Sturdy still here. Mike Kegley, of course. Um, okay, let's begin. Uh, let's start, and, and Brad, start with you. Um, the most impressive recruit in your mind out of this class. You know, it's interesting. I, I just like the way that you, know, you look at positions of need or what have you, and my most impressive guy for me is uh, getting a guy like Aiden Lawry because he's speed. And I, they just need speed. And I know he's not going to make maybe the most impact or anything like that. But I just want some speed out there on the field, a guy who can make a big play, return a punt and a kickoff, and actually gain yardage. I, I That's what I want. And there are other guys who may play more early or maybe. But I just I love guys with speed because this team looked – you know, outside of Isaiah Williams, they were slow. So I just want a guy who can run. So there's my guy. And I just picked him because he's different than everybody else. So you're all going to pick different guys. I like um, massive offensive linemen. So Isaiah Adams and Mountus Moeller, those guys are massive. And that's what Brett Bielma is famous for. Love it. Well, Mike, you stole my thunder because I'm going to tell you right now, I love Isaiah Adams. I love Kyle. He's. I mean, I like the big guys up front. You know, when you watch the games on TV, sometimes you don't, you're not able to see it. But when you're on the football field, when you're lining up against teams like Iowa and Wisconsin, those big linemen, it's just, a, it's just different. And so to me, and he's an older kid, he's a junior college kid from Garden City Community College. I, I love the Adams kids. I think Adams, I think he's probably the most impressive to me so far. For me, it's Sean Miller because I think he's going to play right away. And I think he's going to make a difference on the outside at the perimeter at wide receiver, whether they play him in the slot or whether even at six foot, they play him outside at receiver. He, he made plays at IMG. He's, he's, he comes in in January and he's fully ready to go. And on the defensive side, it's Gabe Ackes for me. They were able to flip that two lane commit. I had him pegged for Tennessee when he went down to Knoxville this past weekend for a visit and thought Illinois had no chance. They were able to make sure that he, he stayed with it with what he was sold at Illinois two weeks ago. And, and they think he can make a difference with Kevin Kane at outside linebacker and, or I was talking with Terrence Jamison on Wednesday about um, possibly him just blowing up like Keith Randolph did literally and figuratively um, and maybe helping them on the defensive line in, in an early sense. So those are, those are two guys offensive and defensive that I think are major impact guys. Those are all man, fantastic names and, and you're right. And that's where I, I really love to, to get a chance to, talk with you guys about kind of you know how this goes next question for you who has the greatest upside like at the end of their career he's the guy that's going to be the standout i think there's a lot of guys with upside in this group um but i like jared um but is it biddy bad baddy he's a line six five linebacker can be can rush the pass or get out in coverage but what i liked about him was i watched him play basketball he's really good at basketball too i love his athleticism so i think he's got a you know, I think it's there's some crazy upside there, and so I think he's a guy who can be, you know, really good down the road. Now, impact wise, I'll be. I just heard Hunter Hunter Whitenack told me on Twitter that he was a mauler, and so give me there's another offensive lineman. I, I think a guy, you know, he's gonna upset. He's gonna maul people. So if you have an offensive lineman that's gonna maul people, it's like Mike going to the pizza. It's it's like you just get out of the way. He's just running over. That's a heck of a comparison, Brad. Um, I'm going to go a fair with one. <laughs> and yeah, I didn't say anything wrong with it. Um, uh, I, I would say for making an impact, I'm going to say Hank Beatty because, you know, you get that guy, uh, the ball in space. And I think we may have another Mike Dudek type, except 
when you look at his leadership skills, you, you look what he's done in high school, you look at his high school coach and look, he carried Brad through that whole podcast. I mean, that guy did a fantastic job of being interviewed. And, and so I got to go with Hank. He really proved his versatility on the sturdy for 30. You have to listen to it. That was impressive. His, his, his job was impressive. I have to say. I'll tell you what, he has to carry you. He has to have a strong back, and I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, hey, that's another, story, another different day. I have to get to that one, Bradley. Hey, my greatest side is I, I, I know you asked for one, but I kind of have a tie. I think it's Mountains Magnus uh, Moeller is a guy like, I. you know, if anybody could watch the YouTube video of this kid or anything, his highlights. He looks like a semi-truck playing against the Ford Festiva. He's that big of a guy, and he's so huge. And can you imagine, guys, if he's there four or five years, how big he's going to be? This kid is 6'9", 300 pounds right now, and I could just only imagine. My other guy that I like, Matt mentioned earlier, I, I really like Sean Miller, uh, the receiver. I really think, you know, that he could be a difference maker on offense. He's got some size and speed, so... I kind of like both of those guys. I know we're only supposed to do one, but I think both of those guys can help out. I'm going to do an offensive and defensive player again. One that I have seen live, one that I haven't. I've seen zero seconds of. Um, the offensive player for me is Jordan Anderson. Because when you when you look at what Brett Bielema wants in a tailback, it's that young man. And all that kid did in his final high school game was rush for 306 yards on 30 carries and four touchdowns, um, which is a IHSA state final record. Uh, he'll be here in January. He can get in. I think from a potential standpoint, all the people that want him to play H-back or tight end, you can forget that. Brett Bielema thinks, thinks he's a uh, tailback, and everybody else in the building does too. On a defensive side, Sturdy, I'm going to give you another basketball player, a kid named Tyson Rooks. You're talking about a kid that's only played one year of, of, of organized football and basically was known in Georgia as a pretty decent basketball player and probably was going to get a D1 offer doing that goes out for football and his coaches are like, Jesus, like I, I've got a six, five kid who's better than anybody else in the country in my area at wide receiver. So um, when you've only played one year of organized football and Illinois is willing to take you on a football scholarship, I think that that says something about the kid's potential and they're really excited about him. It's not bad to uh, yeah get a power five big 10 school to give you a football scholarship. Those things uh, don't come easy. Great conversation. Listen, keep it here. We need to fit in a commercial break, and then we'll continue the chat. More on National Signing Day coming up next. This is the Sports Spectacular. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it. If your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you, too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. UC Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. It's a recruiting roundtable on the Sports Spectacular. Larry Smith, Mike Kegley. Brad Sturdy, we've got from IlliniGuys.com, Director of Recruiting, Kedrick Prince, IlliniGuys.com, football writer and analyst, Matt Stevens as well. Um, great stuff so far, guys. Uh, biggest impact player out of this group of uh, signees for Brett Bielema on Wednesday? Well, I think uh, immediate impact is going to be Isaiah Adams. I think he's going to step in and he's going to play left tackle or right tackle, one of the tackles, and he's going to be an instant impact guy. He's huge. Um, he, he's just a, you know, whatever, six, six, three twenty. He can just step in. He's going to be a plug and play guy and, for the next two years. And I think that's exactly what they needed losing four or five offensive linemen. Yeah. And I think over the long term, I'm going to pick Joey Okla because he's a guy who's been trying to be the Pied Piper and help people get 
to see that Illinois is a place that you want to be. And his enthusiasm for the program has been a big factor uh, in helping other guys decide to come here. I know he's a little big for most Pied Piper uh, costumes at 6'3 and 300 pounds. But I think Joey was on the he was on the bus first and he's been getting other people to get on. And I think that's fantastic. Mike, I'll tell you what, you must be, you know, copying off my paper because he's the guy that I have to. I really like Joey Oku because he was the guy that got things started. And what I do like about him that you didn't mention, he's a guy from Wisconsin, you know, and, you know, to get a kid out of Wisconsin, you know, we knew, we all know that Coach Bielema coached there, but maybe if Joey could, uh, could have some success, they'll have some more success to getting kids out of Wisconsin. And I'll tell you what, this this guy and his family is responsible for all the recruits because anybody that, that the coaches were recruiting, this guy and his family, they reached out to them. So I think he'll have a big impact because he believes in the program. And this is saying something from a guy from Wisconsin not being from Illinois. So I really like him being that big impact guy. And I think he's a leader, not a follower. I'm going to hit up Sturdy's guy, Hank Beatty. I love the fact that Illinois took this kid first of all, as early as they did, got the commitment as early as they did. And and when you put up the production that he put up in high school, you deserve to have an opportunity at the University of Illinois. And Brett Bielema has already told all the media they're going to use him as a slot receiver, as a kick returner, they use him as a punt returner, and they use him out of the backfield some, some too. And I, I think that there's a situation where when he gets when he gets here early in January, they, they cannot wait to find out a way all the different ways that they're going to be able to use him and, and use his athleticism and use his speed. I, I'm just trying to do a quick count. I, I think it's seven offensive linemen. Matt, is that right? Seven offensive linemen that they had? It is six offensive linemen, five freshmen, and then Isaiah Adams, the junior college. Um, so and they, they, they really did a numbers thing where this class was going to have to be defined by big boys on the offensive line. And I wrote a I wrote a story on Illini guys about, you know, the, the, the early commitments in that. Joey Okla, Hunter Whitenick, Clayton Leonard all turned into what turned into, you know, Isaiah Adams and, you know, uh, a uh, Mountis Moeller from, from Denmark. And they're all the same same personality. And, and Bart Miller talked my ear off all, all Wednesday night in the building about trying to build synergy and trying to build chemistry along with just trying to, um, you know, take the best player because it's not like and he was, he was trying to tell me, he goes, I wasn't trying to recruit five fingers. I was trying to recruit a fist. And so all these guys had to mix in, in gel. And so, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a large number of offensive linemen and it's a large group of, of guys that I think can have an impact. Yeah. I remember earlier in the season, Bielema talking about not getting a lot out of the past two classes along the offensive line. So he had to have a number of quality guys you can plug in right away. There's uh, no question. You mentioned, okay, so we take a lot of offensive linemen, and we've got to run through this pretty quick right here. Um, what need was not addressed? What What is still lacking in terms of new players brought in? We're not talking about the Syracuse transfer quarterback, uh, Tommy DeVito. We haven't discussed him yet. But what now do you have to go out and get perhaps in the, in the transfer portal or becomes a, a big need in the class of 2023? I think defensive line. I think the interior linemen on the defensive side. I mean, they added the transfer from Northwestern, um, you know, uh, the Edwards kid. But I, I think that there's uh, more. They need more um, there. And they're not done, obviously. With I will say, Matt, you, you can't use the five fingers as a fist speech because a long time Illini fans are still hurting from the 2005 Bruce Weber five fingers as a fifth speech before the national title game. So we can't do that. That's like sacrilege. It's a, we're still hurting from that. Right, now I'm, now I'm thinking about North Carolina foul on Augustine. It's oh, so we're, we're all going downhill. So but anyway, no, it's definitely defensive tackle you. that I think is that what they need. <laughs> yeah. I'm not replicating like, as long as I'm not repeating a Tim Beckmanism, <laughs> that is I'm, better. I think good, hey, right? that is better. We will give you that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because basically Tim Beckman has made lasagna, a, a food that nobody likes in Champagne Urbana, <laughs> which I didn't think was humanly possible because it's lasagna. But I, I got to go with Brad. Uh, I'll, I'll pitch it over to Keb. But I think the defensive, the interior defensive line would have loved to have seen one or two uh, guys there. I, I don't have a specific player, but I would have liked to have seen maybe five or six junior college players. I, I know they've lost a lot, and I think having some junior college players with some eligibility and some size and, you know, guys that's been around a little bit, I think that would have helped out. I know the high school route is great, 
because it's the best thing for the long term of the program. But you have guys that's been in the system for two years. I thought maybe five or six of those would have probably helped out. And I'll just echo what, what Mike and Brad said, defensive line. I don't think Jam- Terrence Jamison got a whole lot of help today. And, and they're going to have to find that. And I, and I feel like uh, there's, there's, there's help coming in the transfer portal, obviously, as we've already reported. But um, there's, there's not enough depth that the, you know, for Jamo to work with right now. And, and, and they tried. Ryan Allen was supposed to be on that defensive line. Uh, they recruited, you know, the kid out of Hoover, Alabama, um, and he decommitted because that program's high school program is just going through all kinds of upheaval right now. Um, so they tried. Um, they just didn't get it done. Okay, good stuff there. Another break. And coming up next, what's next for the Illini? An important offseason and the quest for the program's first winning record since 2011. It's a sports spectacular powered by IlliniGuys.com. When life gets hectic, you need health care that's easy. You need OSF On-Call Urgent Care. With OSF On-Call Urgent Care, we make it easy to get affordable, quick, convenient care for minor illnesses and injuries when and where you need it. Walk in for care 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even on holidays. 24-7, 365 virtual care options means we're always on, just like you. Visit osfoncall.org slash urgent care to find a clinic near you or to start a virtual visit. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows or door, worn out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. Uh, it's been a good past month for the Illini. Big win over Northwestern to finish off the season. And on Wednesday, 22 signees to play for the Orange and Blue as Brett Bielema continues to remake this program. Uh, gentlemen, here with uh, our, our, our recruiting roundtable, let's, let's talk about uh, play teacher. If you were to give a letter grade to Bielema and this class, what would it be, Brad? Well, I get to do that all the time, so this <laughs> is not new for me. So I started with so, you. <laughs> but I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give them. I would give him a solid B. Um, this is a B. It's not an A, A plus, or anything. It's a B because it's a foundation class. I think there's a good, some good upside in some of these guys. There's some guys who can come in and help right away. I think it's a solid B. I think that you know, the, and it could go higher. Depending on what they add, you know, the transfer portal or in the spring, um, in the the next signing period. So, that's yeah, great. I think I think a B is probably about where it's at. If Donovan Leary were to, you know, pan out and be a really good quarterback, that obviously any quarterback that's effective will pop up the grade, uh, a letter grade. And I think the only, um, you know, obviously they've got to produce on the field, but the lack of defensive line if that becomes a weakness, could could lower it to a C. But right now, uh, here on signing day, I'd say it's a solid B. Well, I'm going to echo what both of you said. Um, I see it as a B as well. Um, one of the reasons for me, I mean, you look at national rankings and, you know, it, it matters to some. You know, they finished 44th in the country, you know, and I, I think that's huge considering we know, I know Illinois has not been one of the big, you know, big 10 powerhouses you know, and you're going to you're competing against Michigan and uh, Ohio State and all these schools in the, that are in the Midwest and Iowa, Wisconsin. So to me, you know, if they could continue to build on this, like we talked about in the transfer portal, I think that's great. So, you know, for me, it's a solid B, but I like the fact that they're competing with some of the teams nationally. For me, it's it starts at a B and it can go to an A if two things happen. Mike hit on one, which is Donovan Leary becoming the quarterback of the future and becoming the quarterback that I think he is. Uh, And two is if you can get four offensive line starters out of the five offensive line freshmen that you're bringing in, um, then it goes to an A. And that's – if neither one of those things happen, then it drops to a C for me. So those are are the way I look at it from a letter grade standpoint. But it starts at a solid B because this class had to be about offensive line help, and they got it. I think that's all fair. You know, so we we're coming up now, um, coming up on uh, the 19th is the one year anniversary when Bielema was hired. And so we're one year in officially 
five and seven record. Um, I think everyone can say this team showed great stride to the end of the season. There, there's enough there you can take from this. You can say, okay, what we're trying to do here is working. So let's look ahead now. Eight months until this team returns to to the field to open the 2022 season. Uh, what has to happen? What do you want to see happen with this program, uh, with the team, with the guys they're going to bring in, and and getting ready for? You know, Bielan is looking for seven or eight wins, if not more, uh, and a bowl game next year. What has to happen, Brad? Well, I think you got to figure out the offensive line and you got to figure out the quarterback position. Now, have they figured it out in the transfer portal with the kid from Syracuse? Maybe, um, but uh, a quarterback, but they got to figure out who's going to play offensive line. I, I think there's enough on the defensive line as long as they stay healthy, even though we mentioned they didn't bring in maybe some guys. They, they've got some really quality guys that are there right now. Um, you bet they're, you know, the older guys, guys who've been there. So I, I think that's going to be, those are the keys for me. The one, the one thing we haven't talked about at all, nobody ever talks about this is the fact that they also lose one of the best kickers and best punters in the country too. So you better replace those guys too. Special teams, you know, Lou Depper told us we've got to stand up for special teams, right? So this is, uh, you know, special teams are important. So they need to make sure that they replenish those guys as well. Yeah, I, I, we really got to get, you know, DeVito's got to come in and live up to the uh, reputation that he had. I know he had a really good 2019 season, and it would be great if he can pick up where he was there. Uh, that would be fantastic, And and but he's got to have protection to do so. I think Brad hit all, all of it spot on. Ked? Uh, I think the quarterback play is huge. I mean, we heard all season – how bad the quarterback play was at Illinois, even though Brandon got better towards the end. Um, I really want to see them kind of move the ball downfield, throw it downfield. I also want to see the receiving core become a lot better. I mean, we talked about it you know, during multiple podcasts, how bad the receiving core was. So to me, I want to see that. But also I want to see the defense continue to make strides because Coach Walters, we all know that he did tremendous things with the defense. So they got to keep that in attack. And I think if they do that, you know, Larry, you mentioned six, seven, eight wins. I see that happening. For me, you've got more than eight, more than what is it, eight months to get Tommy DeVito ready to play against Wyoming in the opener, and that's that's got to be issue number one, two, and three on your checklist. And and then four and five is, as Sturdy put it, who's going to protect him? You got to get Isaiah Adams ready to play one of those offensive tackle positions. Probably got to go in the portal to do that, and then. I think the third thing is you got to replace Owen Carney and Isaiah Gay at outside linebacker and get some pressure on the quarterback. If you do all three of those things, I think Illinois is going to be pretty good in 2022. Well, it is fun to talk about this team and have these kinds of expectations, hopes, if you will, uh, than what we uh, certainly have in the past. We will leave it there, but certainly this is not the last we will talk about uh, the football team. We will doing be doing a lot of that here in the next, as Matt said, eight-plus months before we get ready. Uh, for the Cowboys to come in in week zero of uh, 2022. Matt Stevens, Illini Guys, football writer and analyst, uh, Kedrick Prince, Illini Guys, rec- uh, director of recruiting. Uh, appreciate your time and uh, happy holidays, fellas. Illini Hoops this weekend, of Illinois hosting St. Francis of Pennsylvania. We'll have a preview. It's coming up next. You're tuned in to the Illini Guys Radio Network. just taking our ball. Uh, part of that, guys, is on me. Uh, we've got to practice. And November, December have always been grinded out, fight, compete, work, get tough. We have practice, guys. And that's, no, that's, that's, that sounds like an excuse. We haven't. Uh, we're running dummy offense, and we're not grinding these guys, and we're not getting them ball tough. Give Arizona all the credit in the world because they took advantage of that. Um, but we got to learn to run offense better. And uh, we've got a week. we got to work around finals, but we've got a week where we've got to, we've got to prove some things on that end of the court. Uh, getting outscored 42 to 16 in the paint uh, when you've got Kofi, uh, that's, that's, that's problematic. Yep, a lot of guys, Sports Spectacular. Hopefully, uh, if you're out uh, doing some shopping, <laughs> we're sorry. <laughs> try online stuff no 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 just kidding definitely go support your local businesses uh it's a sports spectacular here all along the Atlanta guys radio network glad you're here with us 
Uh, just a reminder that we're doing some encore shows here the next couple of weeks to allow uh, all of our staff, as well as uh, all the good people who bring you this show individually at the uh, more than 20 stations all across the Midwest, get them a chance to enjoy extra time with their family and friends. We just heard from that was Brad Underwood speaking last week, talking about um, uh, his team's toughness or lack thereof after the Arizona game. As we talked last hour, 83-79 was the final score in that game. But, uh, Brad, certainly I know you spent a lot of time with the coaches this week. Um, uh, again, kind of a motivational thing. He's not so much worried about um, things right now as opposed to where this team's going to be in March, and that's kind of part of the process, right? Yeah, no question. I, I think they have a lot. You know, they're not there. They're not a finished product. They haven't had practices. This week is the first time they've really had practices where he felt like he could go after them and, like, push them and motivate and, and coach like he wants to coach and, and he it's it's paid off I, I think this week and we're gonna see that in the you know the game against St. Francis game against Missouri and hopefully in the Big Ten but you know, that's something that you just can't and people talk tough toughness is you know reading a scouting report it's fighting through a screen it's being in a defensive stance people always think it's like toughness I'm gonna fight some it's not that it's like being engaged mentally and physically and and doing those things that you have to do and and that's where I you know diving on the floor for a loose ball those types of things he's got him doing that now so he thinks so <laughs> yeah and and I think the the thing that's unique about Underwood is he does have a long history of getting his teams prepared and having them peak in the back half of the season. So with some coaches, you know, let's just say like John Gross, you never, you know, by this time of the year, it was kind of a random roll of the dice, what was going to happen. But with, with Underwood, we kind of know where we're going and that gives you a little bit of faith that we're heading in the right direction. And I think with the 2001 team going to be at the game, they're going to be honored of, I think, pregame, halftime. They're going to sign autographs to. I think that the guys want to make sure that they take all their anger out on uh, what St. Francis. Yeah, 2001, 2002, Big Ten champions uh, will be honored there. Um, you know, let's talk about this this St. Francis game. And, and, you know, this is a team now that, you know, we're hoping again we get to see some Corbello in here. And, and let's keep in mind, We've yet to see this team fully healthy, Brad, to your point, fully healthy together and engaged all at once. I mean, you know, we, we you know, I mean, Corbello hasn't been 100% this whole season. Colby was out. Trent's been out. I mean, we can finally maybe have a starting five that we can see not just on Saturday, but for the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, there's no question. This team is not 100%. They're not back to where, you know, we they're not where they thought we would, where we thought they would be preseason St. Francis is going to be good. I'll tell you where it's going to really pay off is these young guys. It's going to be RJ Melendez, Luke Goody, those guys, maybe Brandon Podzemski, even those guys getting some time in the game. And so you can see what they have because this is, they got three games here and then it's big 10 and you're not going to find out what you have once you get into big 10 play. So you're not going to give those guys, you know, 15 minutes a game in big 10 play to see what they have. You're going to do it in these next three games. They go out and prove themselves. Now you have confidence in them, and you can put them in for stints in those Big Ten games. Yeah, and and St. Francis, you know, features Josh Cohen, you know, a six foot ten uh, forward who's got a seventy three point seven seven field goal percentage. So he's like number two in the country, and um, it will be fun to see Coleman Hawkins, you know, out on him uh, playing some defense. Let's let's get Coleman back on track a little bit after a, a, a tough game. And, and again, this is that toughness, you know, can they go out and can they get in a stance and can they play defense for 40 minutes? That's, that's where I, I would guess coach wants to see how tough they're going to be over these next few games. So Mike, does that mean that we're going to have more than four guys score in a game? If they play defense the whole game, I, I don't know if they care. But, you know, um, you certainly <laughs> want to see a team effort. But, you know, you can't allow a team to shoot 59% and a half against you. Especially when you're up 19-0. So there's that. <laughs> there's been a lot of good things to take and and some, you know, things here and there that, that they, they want to clean up. But, you know, to your point, um, as you guys all were making, now's the time that you do this. As Brad mentioned, three games, you've got St. Francis, 
Uh, and then up next, Missouri and St. Louis, the annual bragging rights game, uh, Florida A&M after Christmas, and then getting into back into Big Ten play. Remember, Illinois 2-0 and in the Big Ten after the home win over Rutgers and the win at Iowa. Uh, they get back into play at a Minnesota team that actually has played uh, fairly well in the early going. Um, uh, just got a nice win over uh, Michigan uh, several days ago uh, in Ann Arbor, so not bad there. Uh, speaking of the Missouri Tigers, Mizzou, let's talk about that game, one that has not gone the way of the Illini recently. We'll look ahead to that and uh, talk much more here on the Sports Spectacular. More after this. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. Enjoying the game? Log on to IlliniGuys.com and join in the conversation. Our game room offers real-time chat from our team of experts and analysts to enhance your game experience. And IlliniGuys.com offers insider information on recruiting and team prep that you just won't find anywhere else with hundreds of articles and podcasts for you to enjoy. Sign up now and become eligible for free $1,000 scholarships. The seven-day free trial makes it a no-brainer. Get in the know with IlliniGuys.com. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. We all make more than 35,000 decisions a day. Most are small, but some can be life-changing. When it comes to taking care of yourself, the most important choices can be hard to make. Like having a tough conversation instead of ignoring a buddy's call. Or being there for support, not assuming things will just get better. Make the decision to be there for the veterans in your life, for your community, for yourself. Learn more at BeThereForVeterans.com. Attention travelers, next Tuesday a major hurricane will cause complete chaos throughout the city. Food, water, and phone service will be in short supply. There will likely be panic citywide. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Disasters don't plan ahead. You can. Talk to your loved ones about how you're going to be ready in an emergency. Don't wait. Communicate. Right back here on the Sports Spectacular. Glad you're here. Larry Smith, Mike Hankley, Brad Sturdy, Patrick Quinn working the board as well. You can hear him uh, coming in with some thoughts too. Uh, we talked to St. Francis just before the break. And again, coming off the Arizona win and, and, and a week to actually get some actually get some work done. Um, exam week is done. And so now it's all hoops for the next couple of weeks. Up next, uh, next week, it is uh, the Missouri game. Hard to believe we're already here almost a Christmas week. Um, and we were talking here in the break just now. Again, this is a game that has not gone the way of the Illini. Um, I, I, I'm pretty sure four straight losses we've had in this series. Brad, is that right? Yeah, thanks for reminding us, Larry. All we're, right. all, we're all happy to hear that mentioned oh. again. Um, okay. No, uh, <laughs> no, it's it's been uh, it's been a uh, kind of a debacle here for the last few years. So, I, Missouri boy, they are struggling. You know, I feel bad. I, I think Conzo's a good coach, uh, defensive coach, anyway. And they just don't have the offensive talent or firepower. They have really struggled to score. One of the worst three-point shooting teams in the tree, like in the bottom five. They are one of the worst. They turn it over. Um, they don't even shoot it well from two. They, you know, I mean, outside of defending free throws well, they've really been a struggle for Missouri. <laughs> I mean, if you watch them play against Kansas, I mean, they lost, They got blown Oof. out by Kansas, blown out by Liberty, um, got blown out by Florida State, got beat by double digits by UMKC. They they have it's been a struggle for them. 
Um, they did have a nice win against Paul Quinn. What's a Paul Quinn? Does anyone know what that is? So I, I don't um, know. it's a traditional I black a... school. It's a traditional black school. I know that it's a small school. So I don't Never know, heard of it, but uh, Missouri yeah. did beat them. Figures so Patrick, they would, win. Patrick would know who Paul Quinn is being Patrick Quinn. Yes. People have asked me that before. So well, Patrick, no relation. Well, different, Patrick, different Patrick relative. Almost went there and then he said, Oh, it's an HP. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. it's a historically black college university. I think I would stick out like a sore thumb. So <laughs> yeah, not tall enough. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, this, this is one, this is one of those games that Admiral Akbar goes, it's a trap. Um, this is this is not a good team. But of course, what Underwood wants to coach is a disciplined team. And this is this is a time for the Illini to come out and look, if you're expected to win and you want to be a team that's considered to be a serious contender, like a Kansas, I think that's what I would want to put the bar at if I'm Coach Underwood, is you know, let's beat them a hundred to sixty. You make a great point. You make a great point there, Mike, because this one could be a trap, but it also could be a clunker. And I always like to brag to my Mizzou graduate friends, um, you know, at this time of year. And I have not been able to do that for the past four. So uh, let's just hope that Illinois is just as good at kicking the tail, the the tiger tail out of Mizzou uh, this year as, say, Kansas did a couple weeks ago. What, what I would like to do is is have the Illini basketball team beat these guys so bad that Missouri fans want to talk about the rank of their football recruiting class. Oh, I because live in St. Louis. They're already doing it. Yeah. <laughs> that's that that's that would be if I if I'm coach Underwood, that's that's another one of my things that tells me we've we've won the game is is when the bus is leaving you can turn on the sports channel and they're talking about how great they're going to do in SEC football next year because nobody wants to talk. Well, let basketball. me give you a great example of that. That happened on signing day in St. Louis. They didn't talk to Conzo. They were talking to Coach Eli. So there you go. There's no yeah. there's no talk well, of Illinois-Mizzou coming up. None of that. Yeah, it's it, you're not going to find that because they're expecting, uh, you know, ugliness after what they saw when they played Kansas. I think, uh, you know, Missouri does have, you know, Javon Pickett's probably going to have the best game of his career again because he does every year in the bragging rights game. So, mm-hmm. you know, Illinois kid who goes there, yeah, it seems to be a thing if you have a kid from Illinois. I think Zoe just gets an Illinois kid just so he knows that they're angry at Illinois and they come and have one good game a year. <laughs> um, but they do have a big kid. They actually have a guy bigger than Kofi. A guy named Jordan Wilmore, who's actually bigger than Kofi. He's like seven foot two, three hundred pounds. So there's a guy bigger than Kofi out there. And so now I don't think he's quite as mobile or nimble as Kofi. So it's gonna be okay. But yeah, it's funny. It's gonna be fun to watch him go against a guy bigger than him and heavier. For once, yeah. I mean, hey, for Kofi, it's got to be kind of a unique thing. And of course, Kofi's probably got some pent up anger at the Arizona Bigs. So it might be a, a rough night for Mister Wilmore. Uh, when you get a Kofi in a mood like this and, and he starts going towards the hoop. I just want to see, I, I want a 30-point Illinois blowout. I want them to beat the snot out of them. I want an mm-hmm. Illinois victory so so lopsided that it felt like what Mizzou should do to the Illini in football before they ended that series. I mean, every year it's like, <laughs> hey, we got, oh, hey, we got, oh, oh, we're going to play, oh, my God, it was 38-7. I mean, it just... That's what I want. I want a 20-point blowout at halftime, and I want Melendez getting 10. I, I, I want Goody hitting four threes. I want Podzemski coming in hitting threes. That's what I want. I want it to be like the game when – remember when the, the Quinn Snyder got the popcorn poured on his head walking out of the <laughs> out of the walking back to the locker room? That, yeah. That's the kind of game you want to see. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. And, and leave it to Larry to bring up the four-game losing streak to Missouri. Now he's bringing up the football series. Somehow he's trying to bring us down. So we will, we need a victory so that Larry next year can be all sunshines and rainbows. No, I I'm trying to get you motivated and really, really mad. There we go. That's what I want. I want you to, I want you to turn on the game Wednesday night and be really ticked off so that you are cheering. Even if you're there or you're at home uh, with, you know, yeah, that's, that's what I want. I'm just going with Larry's a rain cloud on a sunny day. That's just who he is. <laughs> it is what it is. There's only so much we can do with him. 
Yeah. We've carried him this. We've carried him this far, Brad. We may. Uh, we may need to rest. Mr. Debbie Down. Mr. Negativity. That's right. Norman Negative. That's me. So always find something to complain about. Uh, much more. We got to take a time out right now, and we'll finish things up here on our uh, final sports spectacular of the year. The final one that we'll do before the encore shows. Sports spectacular, and we are the Illini guys. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. When life gets hectic, you need healthcare that's easy. You need OSF On-Call Urgent Care. With OSF On-Call Urgent Care, we make it easy to get affordable, quick, convenient care for minor illnesses and injuries when and where you need it. Walk in for care 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even on holidays. 24-7, 365 virtual care options means we're always on, just like you. Visit osfoncall.org slash urgentcare to find a clinic near you or to start a virtual visit. Enjoying the game? Log on to IlliniGuys.com and join in the conversation. Our game room offers real-time chat from our team of experts and analysts to enhance your game experience. And IlliniGuys.com offers insider information on recruiting and team prep that you just won't find anywhere else with hundreds of articles and podcasts for you to enjoy. Sign up now and become eligible for free $1,000 scholarships. The seven-day free trial makes it a no-brainer. Get in the know with IlliniGuys.com. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys radio network. Now, let's get back to the studio. The Illini Guys Sports Spectacular wrapping things up right now. Uh, don't forget, we've got the Illini women actually playing on Sunday at SIU Carbondale. Uh, it's a 2 o'clock tip-off uh, down there. Looking forward to uh, seeing that. And guys, I'm actually going to go to the game. You know, I, I have I, this is a terrible admission, but I'm going to do it right here for all the world to hear on our fantastic radio show here in this state of the art studio that we have here at Atlanta guys headquarters. You ready with the orange paint on the walls? You ready? You ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have never been to the SIU campus. What? I grew up in Mattoon. Somehow. I never went to SIU. So when I go to the game on Sunday, that will be my first time on the SIU campus. Wow. You got to go to Quattro's pizza. Okay. Quattro's pizza. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Got that written down. That's, that's, that's a given. Some, some would say pags, but I'm a Quattro's guy. Okay. I'm going to tell him, I'm going to write on the wall. I like the both. Well, like pizza. Gee, Shock, shocking, shocking. Mike. I did, I did a marketing assignment. I like all 19. 1990 for Quattro's, and they're still here. Obviously, it was my marketing that helped them. There you go. That's what it was. Well, well, first yeah. time there. So, you know, and in, in, in talking about this here during the break, we were discussing crazy college stories. And uh, so I want to put this out there, throw it out there to you guys. Um, little, let's, let's, let's make the people laugh. And we certainly want people to know who the Illini guys are. Uh, so, so Bradley, any, any story that you can share here on the Illini guys sports spectacular going out to 25 stations all across the Midwest. Guys, guys. I, I, okay. I'm going to tell you, so, so here's the thing. My children are going to listen to this radio show potentially. So I have to be careful what I say, because I don't want them to go to college and do what I did. So, but I, I will say, let, let me tell you about my college experience. So, I have 191 undergraduate hours. Like, wow. and then I have like 40, I have like 50, 48, 49 postgraduate hours. You stop counting after a while. Most of the people who have as many hours as I have in college, they call them doctors, right? And so mm. I, I, I enjoyed college way too much. So, why can, do we have to go details? Uh, I can maybe, maybe, maybe I'll go one detail. So, there was a guy who lived in my apartment one time, and he went out 27 nights in a row and got inebriated every night Whoa. just to see how long you could keep doing it and still functioning. And the guy's so still alive? Him a functioning... Is he still alive, though? I think so. Yeah. Okay. At last check. At last check, he was still alive. 
Um, but yeah, 27 nights in a row, he and his roommate went out 27 nights in a row. And, and the next thing, and just to see, I, they were basically functioning alcoholics. That's the only way to say it. And then realized that this was not a good path for the rest of their life and, and kind of toned it down after that. But yeah, <laughs> took a 14 day detox, but right. you, I don't you, think that's the way to do it. No, it's not. You and I both went to Eastern. I think I know that guy. I think I had a class with that guy. I think that, uh, I was a year ahead of you in school. I, I think I think I know who that guy is. Um, and remember, back then, yeah. Charleston had the party rule. So you could get into bars at 19, wink, wink, but you couldn't drink. So literally, there might have been more than one guy who did that. I don't know. But that's uh, that's a crazy story. There may have been. May have been. Yeah, I, it's not good. It's not a good story. <laughs> it's not. It's not a good story. I'm very, dis- I'm very disappointed in that guy. I really am. <laughs> He's just, you know, not well, a I've got model. I've got one from Southern. Um a friend of mine, no, no, me, me and my roommate were having a party at our house and we, we had a bunch of people over. One of the guys is actually a play-by-play announcer for college, but I won't say where. <laughs> but the uh, Carbondale police showed up at our place and the place just scattered, okay, or as soon as they showed up. All they wanted to do was just pour beer down the drain because there were people that were not 21 at the party. And so then after that, they were like, hey, you know what? Just go to the bars. And I thought, you know, it'd be cool. Let's take pictures with these guys because it's Southern, you know, and and these cops, they took pictures with oh, us. <laughs> you can't imagine. This is back before smartphones, by the way. This is I, way before no. smartphones. Oh, yeah. This is 2002, 2003, something like that. So there was no smartphone yet, but you couldn't do that now. You just couldn't do that. Everybody was throwing loaded beer cans and beer bottles at it. And this idiot and his buddy were dressed up like Batman and Robin, like the old uh, 60s TV thing. And he 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 yells, stop, fair citizens of Carbondale. And they climb up right in front of the uh, in front of the sign. He's like, don't destroy the property of this you know, this business owner. And then all of a sudden everybody goes, let's throw beer at Batman. (laughs) (laughs) And Batman is like, they have to scurry down. Robin makes it down, but Batman takes a beer can to the back of the head and goes down the last eight feet without control. And then everybody, as soon as they can't see Batman anymore, they go, Hey, let's throw at the sign. So the ledge, the, the story is, is if you're Batman, uh, they, they need the protective uh, 2010 era Batman things in those days, and they didn't have them. Batman would have been a very dangerous job back in the 60s, yeah. or in or in Carbondale. <laughs> you know, here's here's the scary part: is we're still doing this. I'm thinking of more stories, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, how am I alive? Yeah. At this point, how did I live this long? What happened? <laughs> I yeah. Try to explain to your kids that well, we didn't start wearing seatbelts until late high school, and they just they look at yeah, me. Exactly. So you're saying we had brain damage. Yes. From, yeah, there was brain damage caused by not wearing seatbelts because that, that and playing football. You know, I remember one time mm-hmm. coming over to the sideline and I, I told coach I didn't know where I was at. He goes, Well, what day is it? And I go, Friday. He goes, You're fine. Went right back in the game. Oh god. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I want to. Yeah, I, good. I, I had such I had such uh, tame stories because I really wasn't much of a drinker. But we had when I went to Bradley my first two years, we used to have um, I was on the student senate executive board as a freshman and we had <laughs> I was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, what, what is that? That surprise me, Mr. Suit and Tie. I know, no surprise, there right? He is at the headquarters in a suit and tie, suit and tie, and everybody else got sweatshirts, t shirts, hats. His baby Players picture. Our suit and tie. Yeah. Hey, Brad, his baby picture. He's in a suit and tie. He's <laughs> <laughs> a newborn child in a suit came, and tie with a little microphone that said CNN on it, and it wasn't <laughs> even invented yet, it wasn't even around yet. There was no such that, thing. They're like, who is this? And he kid? had that. He had the little mustache. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. He had a little mustache too. Guys, I'm not kidding. There's a picture, and I will put it on. Find my Facebook page. Uh, I will put it up for the final two weeks of, of the year. I'm going to do this right here after the show. Um, and I was actually in a suit. I was at like a relative's funeral, and <laughs> I've got, I've got, I'm in a suit, and I've got the arms crossed, and it is the is I'm like eight, and it's the funniest picture ever. And I'll put it in there. Uh, I got to see we, it. 
we used to go out and we used to go um, every Wednesday night was with football on the quad. So we would start with uh, pizza and beer at 11 o'clock and go play football on the quad in pitch black, by the way, until two o'clock in the morning. And somehow nobody ever broke an ankle. I don't, uh, mm-hmm. by the way, guys and gals, this wasn't just a guy's thing. I mean, it was like about eight of us. And it was just Larry, like, Larry didn't play though. He just reported on it. <laughs> he wrote the play by play. It was hard to play in a suit and tie. You couldn't Larry's play in like, a suit and tie. So he's like, right Where's my spotter? I can't see. How many yards rumbling, did he get? Rumbling, is that a first rumbling, stumbling. Is that a first down? I can't see anything. I had the old Radio Shack, you know, re- re- recording recorder with a little like my two dollar microphone, and oh my goodness, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so there it is. Uh, my goodness, uh, you guys should know the Atlanta guys a little better. After this, and uh, just think of it, 2022 coming, you've got so much more time and uh, so much to hear Brad's stories that he thought about that we're going to remind him of <laughs> after oh, the new year. <laughs> I may bring, they're pretty good, actually. Good, good. We can't wait to, uh, and find that guy with the 27 straight nights too. invite him on the show. We want to hear from him. I will have him on next week. You have him on. <laughs> have him on a sturdy for 30. There <laughs> exactly. Go. There you go. Let's I talk could. About Hey, we've got to end it right there. Listen, this has been uh, so much fun. We have uh, each week, as you guys know, uh, Illini Sports, talking about the Illini, it's a great passion of ours. And um, obviously we have a lot of fun and we have so much more to do coming up uh, in the new year. Like I said, we're going to take a couple of weeks off here, some encore shows. We've got interviews with uh, Brett Bielema, with Brad Underwood, uh, with Josh Whitman, uh, Mike DeCourcy. We've got different guys coming up, so be sure to be with us here, and we'll come back in a couple of weeks afterwards. Many thanks again to our guests on the show, who actually were guests of the Sturdy for 30 podcast. Tim Anderson, the Illini assistant basketball coach. Hank Beatty as well, the Gatorade Player of the Year in Illinois. Uh, Be sure to go on to IlliniGuys.com and find those podcasts and all the other ones as well. And complete uh, pregame and postgame coverage, too, of the St. Francis game. And we'll uh, try to catch up also with uh, some of the members of the 2001-2002 Big Ten Championship teams will be there and be a part of the festivities. Listen, have a safe and blessed holiday from all of us here at the Illini Guys. We look forward to seeing you in 2022. For everyone here, for uh, Matt and for Kedrick, for Patrick, Brad Sturdy, Mike Kegley, I'm Larry Smith. For the entire Illini Guys headquarters here, thanks so much for joining us. And go Illini. I-L-L. I-N-I. This I-N-I. has been a presentation of LMBC Sports, LLC, and JM Talent Productions. We'll be back next week on the Illini Guys Radio Network on these same stations across Illinois.